Now when all the people were baptized, there was a whole bunch of other people there, and Jesus took time, and I don't know if he prayed out loud or if he prayed quietly to himself, but I know this, he prayed. Anybody ever be at a restaurant and you bow your heads and pray? And then somebody comes up to you afterwards and says, it sure is nice to see somebody praying. Amen. So we have a note here uh, afterwards. It says, at Jesus praying at his baptism, and that was public. It was public. It was in front of other people. Listen, I don't, I don't mean that you should pray for a show for other people. But you ought never to be ashamed to pray in public. Never. Okay, so number two, uh, go back to the book of Mark. So we're just in the Gospels here, amen, just in the Gospels. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John will bounce back and forth here. Mark chapter 1, Mark chapter 1, and we see him uh, at his baptism, but then also before uh, he went about preaching. He was, he was getting ready to preach in, in the towns, and verse number 38 tells us that. He says, we're going to go into the next towns, so that I may preach there also. But in verse 35, it says this, And in the morning, ooh, I don't like this verse very much, rising up a great while before day. What do you think, maybe 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning? Ooh, that is not my prayer time, I can tell you <laughs> Right now. Some of you say, yeah, that's my prayer. That's all right. Amen. But here we find him arising up a great while before day. He went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. So I have a note here. Uh, first of all, we see early. I should have put very early. But also private. It's okay to pray in public. It's, I, I love Wednesday night prayer. I, lo- I, I enjoy praying with other people here in, in the congregation. I love that. But there's also a time to just be by yourself with the Lord. Praying to God by yourself. Jesus dismissed himself from his disciples and found a solitary place he could go and prayed. So, uh, number three, Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. So you got Matthew, Mark, Luke. Running these scriptures here. You've never done this. I love this kind of Bible study personally. It, it's I, I think it's fun uh, to just go through and look, and even putting this together was fun last night. I was look trying to see which one came first in order and all that, and uh, working it all out there. But uh, here we see before he went about healing. Uh, which, of course, he goes, and, and you, you can read that in the following verses there, the palsied man. Uh, we know that was the man born of four. Uh, was his four friends dropped him down into the, the preaching service that Jesus was holding. But it says there in verse uh, 16, it says, Again, he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. So again, he found a, a quiet place. Found a quiet place. Remember Vance Havner, who was an old country preacher. In the, uh, he was born in 1901, died in 1986, and he said, he said, we need to get out of the cities and into the woods. And this is what he meant. He was talking about just communing with God in nature and letting the birds sing to you as you pray and all that. And so uh, before preaching, uh, before healing, rather, uh, how about this one? This one is very interesting in Luke chapter 6, so probably just over a page uh, in your Bible. 
It says there in verse number 12 of Luke 6, it says, It came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to and ooh, continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve whom he named apostles. So what do we see here? We see him praying before selecting his apostles. It was private, and it was all night. He prayed all night. You know, a couple of years back, we may do it again this year. It's been a few years since we did it, but uh, we had, um, before our revival meetings, we would have 48 hours of prayer. And we, what we did was we blocked it out into 15-minute segments. And, and people took 15-minute segments. And, you know, I always think, I remember Dave Wright. Uh, the Wrights have not come really since COVID. Brother Dave's back is just terrible on him. And uh, uh, I remember Brother Dave said, you know, my back bothers me. I'm up late, late at night, 3.15, 3.30. said, I'll take those slots. I know those are harder for other people to take. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's a blessing salting a revival meeting with prayer like that. It just is, amen. And so here Jesus, hey, all night long and uh, before he selected his apostles. Here's an interesting one in Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. We see this after his rejection. And uh, you find that in verse number 20 of Matthew 11 there. It says, Then began he to upbraid the cities where, wherein most of his mighty works were done, because they repented not. And then he says, Woe unto Chorazin, and woe unto Bethsaida. And verse 23 is Capernaum. And then uh, in verse 25 it says, At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father. So he's praying to his Father here. Okay? Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. Interesting. Uh, he, he doesn't necessarily ask for anything there, but he's communicating with his Father. It's just prayer, talking to his Father. Okay? So uh, in, then we have an interesting one in Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14, another private instance. Matthew chapter 14, look at verse number 22. You had just fed the 5,000. We'll, we'll look there, and, and uh, again, just a, another one right after this. But uh, it says, And straightway Jesus constrains his disciples to get into the ship and to go before him on the other side while he sent the multitude away. So he sends his disciples across the Sea of Galilee, and he sends the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. So this is a private time of prayer. And again, this one that we look at next here in Luke chapter 9 is probably uh, the same instance. It, they may be two different ones, but they're very close in uh, what, what takes place there in uh, Luke chapter 9, verse 18. Sometimes you see cross-references, uh, and this may be one of them, or it, it might be a, a little bit different. It says there in verse number uh, 18, it says, "...and it came to pass..." 
as he was, as he was alone, what? Praying. His disciples were with him and asked him, saying, Whom say the people that I am? So I, I happen to think these are two different accounts because one, he sent the disciples away, and the other one, he's with the disciples. Amen? So, uh, and this was the time, of course, when Peter made his great confession, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church. He didn't mean Peter, he meant his statement. What's the rock that Jesus is the Son of God? That's the cornerstone of the church, amen? So we see him praying there after the feeding of the 5,000. Uh, probably just over half a page there in verses 28 and 29 at his transfiguration when, when he is uh, actually revealed in all his glory to Peter, James, and John, and Moses and Elijah are there as well. It says in verse 28, And it came to pass about eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went into a mountain too. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistening. Uh, that's the transfiguration. Uh, here's an interesting one. This is where we get our, our title of our outline or our sermon series from in verse or chapter number 11, one of the great passages in on prayer, not only Jesus uh, teaching on prayer, but there's par parabolic teaching, a uh, parable on prayer as well uh, here. But it says there in verse number one, it says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And I wonder if that was Peter, because Peter was always the one who was a little impetuous, and he heard Jesus pray, and he said, I want to learn to pray like that. But everyone else was kind of a little gun-shy, whereas Peter was the one who stepped out of the boat, amen, when Jesus said. So I don't know which one did, but we know this. We know that his praying here inspired one of his disciples to say, Lord, teach us to pray like that. Teach us to pray like John taught his disciples uh, to pray. And again, that's semi-public here. He's with his disciples. Uh, so I like this one in John chapter 11. John chapter 11. And of course, whenever you say John chapter 11, if you're a, a veteran Christian, you ought to think the raising of Lazarus. Amen. Uh, that's when Jesus Christ raised Lazarus from the dead. And uh, this friend of his that was sick and had died. And uh, then it says in verse number, uh, well, if you look at verse number 40, verse, verse 39, Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. And Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it. Again, here's another admonition to public prayer. There was people around that needed to know that God answered prayer, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. So at the raising of Lazarus, uh, a long one, we'll not read all 26 verses here, but if you go over to John chapter 17, 
we'll just start it off there. And it's, it, it, it is truly the Lord's Prayer. John 17 is truly the Lord's high priestly prayer. Sometimes the, we call the one in Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer, uh, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But this, this one really is uh, the Lord's Prayer it, before in the upper room here. He says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. And, and literally, this is just such an amazing uh, prayer. We, we're going to, Lord willing, hit it towards the end, but still won't. I have, a, I have an entire book on my shelf that is about this big on John 17. Just John 17. It's just a tremendous uh, prayer. And so then we see him, of course, uh, we'll just read the, the passage in Matthew there in Gethsemane. In the Garden of Gethsemane, you remember just before he is arrested, taken by Judas. By the way, glory for that rain, amen? Hallelujah. If you look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 39, it says, And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed. Isn't it interesting, again, even just the posture of prayer, we're not necessarily talking about that tonight, but there were times where he lifted up his eyes to heaven. Here's one time where it says he fell on his face and prayed. It said, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep, saith unto them, what, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, O my father, if if this cup may not pass from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again. And I love this. And prayed the third time, saying the same words. You ever heard somebody say, oh, yeah, you know, don't pray vain repetitions. Yeah, that's true. I, brother, brother Horrigan, we know what it is to pray vain repetitions, don't we? Yeah, we grew up doing it in, in, in the Church of Rome. Just doing it, not meaning it, just saying it because we were supposed to say it. But this says Jesus prayed the exact same words three times. That's all right to pray the same. It's all right to ask God for the same thing. It's all right. Amen. So, and then lastly, on the cross, three different prayers on the cross. The first one is in Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23. Look at it there with me if you would, and then hold that place because we're coming back to Luke chapter 23. We read these passages at our Crucifixion Wednesday service each year. And I think this is probably the prayer that most of us recognize when Jesus was on the cross that he prayed. And that is verse number 34 of Luke chapter 23. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That was a prayer, ladies and gentlemen, a prayer. Jesus is praying to his Father, asking him to forgive those that were crucifying him. By the way, Acts chapter 2, he would. Amen? Remember, those people that got saved, amen? As Peter was preaching, he talked about Jesus whom ye crucified. And he wasn't just speaking generally as a nation. He was talking to the people who actually did it. 
And praise God, a whole 3,000 got saved that day. So then uh, Matthew uh, chapter 27, this is also found in Mark chapter 15, the cross-reference. Matthew chapter 27, again, you'll recognize this passage as we get to it. Matthew chapter 27, verse 45 says, Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over the land of the ninth hour. That's noon to three. And it says, About the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He's praying. He's praying. Talking to his Father. And then back, the last one tonight, and we'll go to prayer. We have just a few minutes. It's been a little bit of a long... Jesus' last prayer, his last words on the cross were a prayer. It says, And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. So we say, what do you take away from tonight? Jesus prayed in all kinds of areas of his life, all kinds of circumstances. He prayed in public. He prayed in private. He prayed early. He prayed all through the night. Amen. And you know what we can all do? God, here, I remember hearing my friend Matt Lefebvre say this years ago. I think it was at our tent meeting here. He said, God doesn't want prayer warriors. God just wants people who know him that will pray. You know, we talk about prayer warriors, prayer warriors. Just be somebody who prays, and next thing you know, you'll be a prayer warrior. Amen. So, amen. Well, we're going to go.